Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, welcome and welcome back. Happy Wednesday to you. All right, we're going to do this um, daily lesson. And before I tell you what this daily lesson is about, I'm going to say some announcements. Now, it's pretty much the same thing I said on the Sabbath. Um, I'm going to be uploading various books. Um for your edification. It is very important that you listen to these books. Now, you may not get the books the first time, may not understand them, but as you continue to walk in the will of the Most High, you will gain understanding. Remember, the Most High says, seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you, okay? Knock and the door shall be answered. Most High does want to come in and sup with you. So I'm saying to you, allow the Most High to guide you. Okay? He already knows what you want, but you don't ask for it. We, as the children of Israel and the second flock, want to be with the Most High because this world is going down in flames. And you have to understand that. Whatever you're doing now really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. If you're not searching for the most high and building your treasures in heaven so that you could be with him in the next life, nothing else matters. Okay. And this is the truth. So that's that. One more thing I want to say is um, I also continue to upload world events and I'm going to start, um, having some commentary on some um, media information that's coming out, like um, scientific data that's coming out um, concerning space, concerning humans, concerning early humans, uh, because it's all relevant. Um, they are having a lot of um, scientists find humanoid beings and there's humans today that's walking around with other humanoid DNA in their body. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a hint. It's not the indigenous people of the world. We already know who the indigenous people of the world are. Those are the ones that's being persecuted. Now, uh, that's that. Um. As we continue to move forward, I'm just going to be adding new stuff. Um, if you have any questions, 
comments, concerns, you know where to find me. It's at the beginning and at the end of um, my lessons, um, giving you instructions on where to find me. Now we're on many platforms. The um, the original saying is um, various platforms, maybe two or three I mentioned, but we're on many platforms now. Too many to name, but we're on a lot of platforms. Maybe later on I'll change the... Um, the introduction and stuff like that. But right now I just, I don't have time to do it, but just know that we are on many platforms and I can't remember the platforms off the top of my head. But um, if you type in my platform name, which is the scriptural cliff note sessions or under Eve, um, you'll probably find it. Um, and I'm working on being on more platforms um, these platforms, I guess they're doing it themselves. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Sorry. <laughs> but um, I see when I do my stats, um, there's different platforms that pop up. And I see that different um, types of um, nations and various nations, I'll just say not types of like nations, but various nations are listening to me from different types of platforms. I'll say it like that, not various types of nations, but Various nations are listening to me in different types of platforms. Yeah. And they become new constantly. I see them, but I, um, I guess uh, that's what Spotify does. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Sorry, I'm not that technologically savvy. I'm just somebody who can, uh, you know, is sending out the word, hey, I don't know. Okay, so um, I am doing the lesson uh, that I promised you the consummation of time. Finally, finally, I'm doing it. And I'm not going to get into why it took me so long, but there's a few other ones that I've been saying for a long time that I'm going to bring to you. And I am working on all of them. As I said, um, the last time on the Sabbath and before that, uh, there was things that was happening that I didn't have any control of. And I needed to deal with that first. And then life happens, you know, life just happens and you got to deal with it. Okay. So um, there's a lot of things that happened that was getting in the way. And I had to deal with those things before I can bring you what I need to bring you. Now, there's some other things that I need to bring you too, but I'm not going to put the cart before the horse. I'm just going to bring you what I got and we're going to keep moving now. In regards to the consummation of time, I'm going to say this before I move forward. I just thank the most high for me being able to do the research to do it. And it took me a long time. And why? Because the consummation of time is communicated in so many books that if I brought you every book that it's in, I would never be able to finish this. That's how big and broad it is. Now, I did my best to narrow it down and make it as specific as possible. And through this lecture, you're going to understand what it means and what to look for in regards to the consummation of time. Now, how important is the consummation of time? It is extremely important simply because we're at the end of days, okay? From the beginning of time to the end of time, Everything went down. Everything. Adam and Eve in the beginning and us now. I'm going to explain to you exactly what the consummate 
um, consummation of time is, what it means and what it means to us in these days. Not only am I going to do that, I'm going to explain the beginning, I'm going to explain the middle, and I'm going to explain the end. And hopefully in all of that, you will understand exactly what it means. Now, in terms of the laws, statutes, precepts, and commands in regards to the consummation of time, number one, it has to do with the children of Israel only. Number two, it has to do with when Yahshua came down here and fulfilled the law. And number three, the consummation is the end of everything. That's what it means. So I need you to understand that. And the law, statutes, precepts, and commands plays a major part in the consummation of time in regards to the children of Israel. Okay? That's what you need to understand. Now, as more points become available because I can't remember them off the top of my head and I'm praying that the Ruach guide me through this lesson because that's how important it is I don't want to mess this up you know sometimes I'm goofy on air and stuff like that because you know I'm a lighthearted individual but I don't want to mess this up and I had to pray on this for a long time I just don't want to mess this up you know, I'm I'm a human like everybody else. I just don't want to mess this up. There's a lot of things that I do understand. And there's a lot of things. Sometimes it's hard for me to put it in words. So I always ask the most high, if you're going to teach me something, please teach me something so I could teach it to somebody else. Because sometimes we, we learn things and we understand things and it's hard for us to teach it. And I didn't grow up to be no teacher. Okay. All right. I know who I am. I did not grow up to be a teacher. I give kudos to all teachers, you know, but if you could learn something, you could teach it. But just because you could teach it doesn't mean people going to understand it because the way you learn may not be the same way other people learn. So that's what I'm, I'm praying for. Um, I never wanted to be a teacher. That's not me. I wanted to get in people's heads and that's what I do, but I didn't want to be no teacher, but doing these lessons, I feel like that's what I'm doing. And that's not something that I wanted to do myself. That's why I was saying in the, um, in some of my lessons that when the most high pours out his spirit, people going to be teaching and doing stuff. That's not what they probably not what they wanted to do in their heart and in their minds. But somehow when the most high gives you what he gives you, you take it and you go. <laughs> okay. And I'm not saying that I'm not grateful. I'm doing the best that I can. Okay. That's all I could say. I'm trying to be as humble as I possibly can. But in this, I felt my heart just tugging and the most high just giving me that information and so much so that it was too much. I have a packet right here. And it's um, 63 pages of two-sided information lined up like the bible that's how much information i have i know i can't give you all this information in one setting so i'm not even sure if i'm gonna be able to give you this and let it be maybe one or two hours i don't even know how long it's gonna be but i'm gonna tell you this if it's more than an hour i'm gonna make it two uh two parts if it's more than an hour because it's a whole lot of stuff that i need you to understand okay so on with the lesson, I'm not going to keep blabbering. I'm just going to go on with the lesson. And hopefully my husband does not uh, come in in the middle of the lesson. He probably will. And hopefully you won't hear the sound of the garage door going up and everything else. Anyway, because my office is right above the garage. Anyway, hold on to your butts. We can ready to do this lesson. And I'm going to give it to you as um, 
as organized as I possibly could under the circumstances. Now, I'm going to say this again. There's so many ciphers, meaning scrolls and books that have the consummation of time. If it's not saying it, period, the consummation of time or when will the end be? The most high, who is the most high or Yeshua in the flesh communicates it. And I'm going to point it out. I'm not going to point it out in every book because like I said, we'll be here for weeks and truthfully we will. And I just don't have that kind of time and I don't have that kind of breath to be that um, lengthy with you. So let's move and move forward with this. Now I will explain the consummation of time. And upon my explanation, I can only provide you with what I learned spiritually about it. And as I understand it and not the full spiritual explanation within the scriptures, as I told you before, when the most high provides his children with revelation, it is given to them in a way that they can communicate, communicate it. They can hear it and communicate it. Okay. Let he who has an ear. And since the scriptures state that in the last days, the most high will pour out his spirit for his purposes. I'm sharing what I understand about the consummation of time, which is not the whole spiritual explanation, but it's what I received. I have to explain it to you initially so that we will be clear on the spiritual concept. Another thing I would like to explain is that there are many books that discuss the consummation of time, whether by example, by the descriptions, or outright. It's kind of like the parables that Yeshua described to his apostles. Um, the whole understanding is huge and trying to grasp all of the spiritual understanding is no small undertaking. And this is why it took me a while to present this lecture um, and how I was going to present it because it's far more complex than I could present it to you for your understanding because I would have to reference many books um, and explain many connections and try to get you to connect with the scriptures, excuse me, and, um, and what they say and how to cross-reference and how everything is together. It's a lot of spiritual understanding. A lot of people don't have spiritual understanding. But explaining it in this way, at least it will give you some sort of explanation in your headspace right now and understanding of exactly what the consummation of time is without taking weeks to explain. I will be referencing seven, several books. So here's my explanation of the consummation of time in regard to human life as I understand it. Now, I'm going to be referencing a lot of books and I'm going to tell you these books and I, pro I probably will say these books on more than one occasion, but I'm going to explain to you um, the vision of Hermas. And this is um, the book of the shepherd of Hermas. This was supposed to be in the New Testament. It was taken out. I'm going to explain to you what Hermas and the assembly was discussing. I'm not going to read the whole vision to you 
What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you where it is and I want you to go to the book yourself. Now, I'm going to upload every book. If it's not already on the platform, I'm going to upload every book that I reference. And I want you to listen to every book. Now, you may not be able to listen to it with a spiritual ear, but you can listen to it with the ears you got, which is carnal. It may not make sense to you or it may sound confusing, but this is when people first start their walk, they don't get it. They don't understand it. Once you start walking in the most high's will and his full will, the rock will teach you. That's all I could say to you. Seek ye first my kingdom and my righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Knocking the doors will be open. Um, seek and you will find. I keep quoting scriptures and I'm telling you, seek the most high. You'll be able to understand what's being said. For those people who do know what's being said, you'll know what I'm talking about and you'll have a clear idea of what the consummation of time is, especially when it has to do with the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands, okay? And that's why I'm doing it because a lot of people are saying, oh, you don't have to listen to the laws anymore, but that's not true because the world hasn't ended yet. The laws will continue to remain where they are until the next world comes, period. It says that in the scriptures. It doesn't say it the way I just said it, but it does say it. Cross-reference, seek the most high for wisdom and understanding and you'll understand. Now I'm moving on. I'm on the third vision of the shepherd of Hermas. And this is what it says, and I will explain to you what it means after I read it. This is the shepherd, excuse me, this is Hermas explaining the conversation that he had with the, excuse me, the assembly. Who is the assembly in there? They say the church, but the church, there's no such thing as church. We already know about concepts that heathens put together, okay? The heathens have the book. They're the ones who's messing and tampering with it. And how do I know there's two curses in the book that says if anybody put something, add something to the uh, the scriptures or take some away, they're going to be cursed. It says that within the scriptures and that's what has happened. Why does it say that? Because the most high already knew that the heathens was going to take the books and add their own stuff and lie and, and bamboozle people. I already told you the devil fools the whole world. I already told you everything is relevant. Everything I say is relevant with them scriptures. I don't care if somebody stubbed their toe and they lost a toe or whatever else. There's something in that Bible that got something to do with that. Now. Okay. You know, I'm being extra, but I'm telling you everything is relevant. Now, the third vision and Hermas is speaking with a spirit that is the assembly, the spirit of the assembly, but they call it the church. But you know, there's no church. You know that there's never, they never said no church in the Old Testament. I'm going to have to ask all the children of Israel to refer to the Old Testament when it comes down to assembly, because you already know New Testament, they didn't did everything to that. So there's no church, it's assembly. And assembly is presenting herself to her mas, okay? In the form of a woman, because the most high refers to the children of Israel as his bride, who is a she, okay? And the assembly is the bride. So understand what's being said. Now, Hermas is speaking. And this is the third vision of Hermas. 
when I ask if the ages, listen to what he's saying, because he's asking about the consummation of time. He didn't say consummation of time. He's asking about the end of ages. And that's AKA also known as the consummation of time. And I'm gonna explain to you exactly what consummation of time means in regard to what I'm saying and in regard to just what consummation means. Get it, got it, good. Okay, um, Hermas says, when I asked if the ages had now been concluded, meaning the consummation of time, because in some books it says consummation of time, in some books it says um, some people are asking about the ages, the end of all ages, which is the end of the world. Okay, understand. The, the assembly who is presenting herself as the bride says, foolish man, in a loud voice. So she's yelling at her mosque because he's not listening. He keep asking all these questions. They tell him the answer and he still keep asking. So you know he's not in a spiritual ear. He's in a carnal ear because he keep asking what was already answered. If you keep asking a question and they answer the question and you keep asking the question after it's already been answered, are people going to get angry at you? Are they going to think you're dumb? Are they going to think you're stupid? Yes, they are. So the the assembly who is presenting herself as her mom to her mom, she's saying, what is wrong with you? Didn't you just understand what I just said to you? And he's not getting it because he's not in a spiritual ear. That's why some people could read the Bible left and right and still not know what it means because the rock is not dealing with them. That's why he's not in the spiritual ear. He will be afterwards, but that's not what I'm reading, but I'm telling you. And I will be uploading the Shepherd of Hermas. So you listen. I think I already did, but if not, I'm a look. If not, I'm going to upload it. Okay. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. I'm praying that everybody hears this with a spiritual ear in the name of Yahusha HaMashiach. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to start it again. When I, Hermas, asked if the end of the ages were concluded, she said, foolish man yelling at him. In a loud voice, did you not see the tower? Did you not see that the tower is completed? Then the end will come. So basically she's saying the tower hasn't been completed. What's the tower? The most high choosing his saints and bringing them together as one assembly. That's what the, the metaphor of the tower represents. The most high choosing his saints. Now in different books and even in the Bible, it says that the saints is going to be persecuted in the last days. So all of these things have to happen. And I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but this is what's happening. So she's telling him the tower hasn't been finished. At that time, the tower hasn't been finished, meaning he did not select all his wheat. Okay, remember the, the metaphor of the wheat and the uh, chaff and all those metaphors that Yahshua put out and all the metaphors that's in the scriptures. The, uh, the Most High has not chosen all his children yet. So the tower has not been finished yet. So the end of the world cannot come without that tower being finished. So that's one metaphor from the shepherd of Hermas. There's various metaphors given to various prophets that are to be delivered to all the children because children and like a class, everybody learns different paces, different ways. That's why different metaphors were sent out. Okay. All right. So she's saying to him, the tower is not completed. After the tower is complete, then the end is going to come. The end of all things, judgment. That's what it is in a nutshell. 
And I assure you that it will be finished soon. This is what the um, the assembly who call, you know, who the later days, the heathens are saying church, even though there is no church, because that's a word to fool you. This is what she's saying. When the when the tower is completed, when the Most High chose all the people who's going with him, the two flocks, then the end is going to come. You can't put the cart before the horse. There's people still being born that's supposed to go with the Most High and they haven't been born yet. Understand that? Know that. Okay. Now it will come, um, how it will come, which coincides with Revelation. So uh, the, the end will come soon. And what the devil is doing to divide. So the devil's doing everything he need to do. The Most High is doing what he need to do. Okay. And time is pushing on. Now the saints have to go through tribulation by being warned, warned by the Most High's word and worn out by the devil. This is what the saints got to do. And I'm just saying this, this is my words, but I just told you what um, uh, the assembly said to um, Hermas and she said that the um, the tower hasn't been completed but when it is completed that is when the end will come the tower represents the people who's going to the next life in the books that call the bible the most high said he's gonna weed out the rebels that is the children of Israel the children of Israel never listen to nothing in regards to the law statute precepts and commands and this is going to play a big part later on as I'm explaining and since they didn't listen, not only did they give way to the to the Gentiles, because the most high said, I'm gonna make you jealous by going to a foolish nation. And that's what he did for you not listening to my Lord, statutes, precepts, and commands. Not only did he say that, Deuteronomy 28, the blessings and curses. If you don't listen to my Lord, statutes, precepts, and commands, you're gonna be cursed until you die. If you do listen to my Lord, statutes, precepts, and commands, then you're going to be blessed. I already did a lesson on Lord Statutes, Precepts, and Commands. I already did the Deuteronomy 28. I did it all. I'm not going to read it again here because like I said, I'll be here weeks. I got a document right here, 63 pages. I'm not reading. I'm just going to give you a synopsis. Everything that I'm saying, if it's on the platform library, I'm going to tell you to go to the platform library and listen to it. I already did Deuteronomy 28 by itself on the platform library. Okay, I'm going to upload the book of the Shepherd of Hormuz so you'll know. The Law, Statutes, Precepts, and Commands, I already did that lesson. And I'm going to upload the laws themselves. Okay, the 613 laws I will be uploading. And guess what? It's four hours long. Just saying. You're going to know something here. Okay, you're going to learn something here. So the, the assembly is saying, who is presenting herself, as a female to um, to Hermas, many will hear and be glad the good news. Some will weep and some will repent and rejoice. Okay, that's the third vision. Those who sit on the right will suffer persecution. She's talking about the saints that's going to suffer persecution. There will be many martyrs. This is in Revelation and in all uh, the prophets and um, in the book of the Bible, outside the book, it's going to be a lot of people that's going to suffer at the hands of the devil uh -huh. of wickedness. You already know that the devil fools the world. Everybody's in, um, everybody's in um, delusion. The Most High Himself also sends a delusion. Why? Because people ain't listening. 
It's only righteousness and wickedness. If you're not going to listen to righteousness, you're going to be handed over to wickedness straight up. Okay? So what will the saints be suffering? Death, jail, exile, torture, lashings, spikes, wild animals for the sake of the most high. Okay? That's in the third vision. In my book that I have, it's on chapter... Um, Pages eight, eight, nine, and 10. That's what my third vision is. It may be a different in yours, but it's the third vision. So the third vision is the third vision. Anyway, this is the description of the start of the ending, the beginning of the end. Now, I already told you that life is like a clock. I gave you the metaphor of the life being like a clock. When Adam sinned, the clock went off because at the end of the 12, that's when the new life begins. And every time the clock gets on another notch, something else happens. So I could say it that way, or I could say it linear. We all live linear. In the beginning was Adam and it kept popping on. Time kept going on into the end. We are close to the end. We next to the 12 on the end in the linear spectrum. Okay. The Most High gave all the saints and the fathers of the uh, children of Israel the end from the beginning. Who had information about the end from the beginning? Enoch had it, Seth had it, Adam had it, Eve had it, um, um, Enoch, Seth, Noah had it, uh, who else had it? Uh, the sons of Noah had it, they didn't listen, um, Abraham had it, Isaac had it. Um, Yaakov had it, not Esau. Um, the, uh, the 12 patriarchs who are the 12 children of, um, Yasharel, who was initially Yaakov, who the most high changed his name to ya Yasharel, regular language, Israel. All those 12 sons had information about the end from the beginning. And in those books, I will say them later on. I'm just trying to move, move this along. Okay, so all the patriarchs had information about the end, the consummation of time from the beginning, from when they lived. And they lived in the beginning, we at the end. So even the scripture said that the Most High gave our forefathers the end from the beginning. He did. He told all the forefathers what's going to happen to all your progeny. How they ain't going to listen. They ain't going to listen to my laws. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to weed out the rebels. I'm going to do all of that. We still in the Old Testament. He's been saying this. He's been warning people since the beginning. He's been saying it and over and over and over and over and over and over. So you have no excuse. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't do this. Oh, I didn't. Because humans, they make a lot of excuses. They full of crap. They live by their excuses. They comfortable in their excuses, which is a bunch of lies. They don't want to do the work. This is typical human. They don't want to do nothing. They don't want to do nothing. Everything seems hard. Oh no, they got so many excuses for everything and they walk and wallow in their own lies and they're going to get reprimanded straight up. It just is what it is because you're not going to play with the most high. This is what I say all the time. You're not going to play with him. You can play with whoever you want. You can fool yourself. You can do everything. You can live in delusion. You can wallow in it like you a pig and slop. But the most high is not going to play with you. Period. Back to what I was saying. So the children are going to, both flocks, they are going to uh, have to be in tribulation with the whole world. And uh, we in it right now. So this is what the most high is saying and been said since the beginning. Hold on. 
Now in speaking about the consummation of time, I will throw out a scenario and I want you to think of this scenario, okay? I want you to focus on what the scenario is. If anybody's ever been to a wedding, if you ever got married to somebody or if you ever attended a wedding and you was really paying attention to the wedding, I need you to understand that because there's also loosely based, I'm not gonna say loosely based, there's also um, parables that are metaphors. They're today's, they call it metaphor, but there are parables in regards to the wedding on more than one occasion, Yeshua said. But I need you to listen to the um, the metaphor that I'm gonna throw to you, okay? I want you to think of a wedding. The reason for a wedding is to come together in quote unquote matrimony, okay? Now, a lot of times when we find somebody, and I'm just gonna say it like that because um, within the uh, books of Solomon, the Most High, Solomon's saying the Most High said, wait for the person that you're supposed to receive. But some people don't wait. They choose whoever they want to and say in their mind that the Lord is the one who chosen for me, knowing they're going well. If the Lord chose them, then everything will be good. Meaning you're going to have faults back and forth and stuff like that, but it's never going to end in divorce because you're still going to love the person, even though the faults are there. Nobody's perfect. Everybody come together who live in different households, who have different ideals, who was grown, um, who was brought up differently. But if the most high brought you together, you're going to work that out. Y'all going to be together. You're going to be sharing stuff and you're going to be one. But if you chose your own mate, everything wrong is going to happen. Just saying, that's why there's 50% divorce in the United States. Just saying, and probably throughout the world, just saying, and abuse within marriage and all that, that the most high don't bring that together. But let's just talk about a typical marriage that the most high did bring together. Okay. I want you to understand that. Cause I don't want no doubts in nobody's mind. Oh no, not all the boys. Cause it's always going to be somebody with that mouth or a devil's advocate. I'm shutting all devil devil's advocates down. Cause I'm going to be really clear. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Now think about coming together in matrimony. And in order to do that by law, there's a contract, okay? There's a contract here on earth, us carnal people, we sign a contract, meaning we got to go get a license. That's the contract. Not only are you coming together as individuals, you coming together as a business too, because uh, a wedding or uh, being married is also a business, okay? Think of divorce how you are dividing assets, but I ain't going to go into that. I'm not going into the carnal part. I'm going into the spiritual part. So this contract, this spiritual contract is between two individuals. It ain't between me, you, and, and Bob over there. No, it's between me and you. Okay. You go get your license. You fill it out. And you got a certain amount of time to get married within that contract of the license. Okay. And then after the matrimony, the matrimony, um, the person who uh, did the marriage fills out the form and sends it in to the courts. And then you are legally married. I'm just saying what carnally happens, but I need you to have a state of mind of what's happening when you get married, because it's not just, oh yeah, I marry you. Oh, we're going to kiss and that's it. Uh, uh There's a lot of things that happen when you get married. And that's what I need you to understand. Cause this is how the consummation of time works. And I'm going to explain it more to you. I don't want you to be confused. I want you to think of this marriage because the marriage is between the children of Israel and the Most High. That's what the marriage is. The contract is between the children of Israel and the Most High. 
Why is it only the children of Israel, the most high? Because all has sinned through Adam. That's why the most high said in the beginning, everybody else worshiped devils because they chose to do that. And the most high chose his particular people and set them aside and gave them laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. And that is the contract between the children of Israel and the most high. That's why I said everything is contingent on the children of Israel. Everything, because the most high relies on them and they ain't listen to nobody. So who's reneging the contract? Anyway, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I'm just explaining what it uh, what it is. Again, it's a contract between two individuals, the bride and the husband. In this case, in the children of Israel's case, it's the bride who are the children of Israel who's one and the, and the groom who is the most high. And they go and they do this ritual. And the ritual is in the, uh, the books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. Okay? That's the ritual between the children of Israel and the Most High. You already know, we in um, First Kings, you already know Solomon built that house for, um, for the Most High. What did he put in the house? In the Most High's house. He put the covenant in there, right? Okay, this is the covenant we're talking about. Not only the covenant, but the laws of the Most High. Uh-huh. I'ma need you to focus. Okay. That's the covenant between the bride who is the children of Israel and the most high who's the groom. Get that, know that. All right. In order to move forward in sealing that contract and in agreeing to the contract, various words need to be said. Now, in the books, Exodus, due to the Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. The words were said, the most high made a proclamation where the children were still in the wilderness and said, you will now be my children. You could go back into my platform library and listen to all the lessons I did. You will hear it. I read it straight from the scriptures. I'm talking scriptures. I'm talking everything. And when I, when I make examples, I'm going to have to say carnal examples because people are not going to understand these spiritual stuff. Anyway, I'm going both ways for the people who know what I'm talking about and the people who are just understanding what I'm saying. So, Al, the contract is going to have to be adhered to, all right? So, uh, in moving forward, in sealing the contract between the Most High and the children of Israel, and in agreeing to the contract, words are said, which are the instructions, and the Most High did say them. Okay, in those books I said. And then they both agree. I mean, let it be so. According to the children of Israel, the most high said what he said, and they said what? I mean, let it be so. That's Hebrew. Not amen. I mean, A-M-E-I-N. They took the um the eye out. <laughs> the devil is fool in the world. Anyway, so the children of Israel. Their forefathers agreed to the contract. The Most High said it's going to be a contract. I have a proclamation. You're going to be my children to the end of the earth. The children said, we agree. Let it be so. Amen. That's what it means. Not I. Amen. Okay. They agreed to the contract. So they both agreed to the contract contractual rules and regulations. And it happens just like in a regular marriage. Do you take this man? In sickness and in health, do you take this woman in sickness and health? Those are the those are the uh, that's the agreement to the contract, okay? To stay with them in any kind of weather, in any way, somebody fall down and become disabled, whatever you gonna take this person, 
and that's going to be that. So that's what how a regular wedding happens. That's how the words are said. And in regards to the spiritual things, the Most High made a proclamation. The children of Israel agreed in any way, we're going to rock with you, Most High. Even though they didn't keep up their end of the bargain, this is what happened during the wedding. Okay? Consummation don't happen until later. Okay, so... The contractual rules and regulations, then more words are exchanged and they then they are pronounced husband and wife. After those words are said, and the words are important, we're going to get to that later. Anyway, lastly, they kiss, which is a prelude to the contract to seal it. Now, in the... In the um, way of the children of Israel and the most high kissing and consummating the laws was made. So Abraham, I'm sorry, Moses went up for 40 days and the most high told him the end from the beginning. He told him everything that was going to happen. And he gave him the tablets to hold. Okay. He came down. He saw that the children of Israel was showing their behinds and broke the tablets and had to go back up there and get another set of tablets. So they messed up the first law. So the most I said, all right, I'm going to do this again. We're going we gonna to do this again because I already knew they was going to be behoves. I knew it. I knew they was. But I, since I already proclaimed they're going to be my children, I'm going to be real patient and long suffering from these knuckleheads because I know I'm going to have to weed out the rebels. The most I already knew this before the beginning of humanity. He did this in his foreknowledge. He did this before time began as far as humans are concerned, he already did this. He knew that we was going to fall. He knew he was going to be buttholes. He knew he was going to have to uh, do the rebels and, and, and get rid of them. And he knew all this and he still let it happen. Now we still in this um, contract. So they had this kiss, which uh, is the prelude to the consummation. Okay. The kiss is, all right, you may now kiss your bride. I already said all, I'm saying it carnally. I already said all of the words that um, you're supposed to take this man uh, and you're supposed to love and protect him and keep him and y'all supposed to be one, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Do you agree? Yes, the woman says, okay, you're going to take this woman. You're supposed to um, keep her in sickness and health. Make sure she's supported this, that, love her, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I will do so. Then they... Then he said, you know, uh, by the power vested in me, by whatever state, the most high and whatever, in whatever way they say it, okay, because I do weddings too, so I'm just telling you, whatever the way they say it, they're going to say it, and then they kiss, two people kiss, and then they are pronounced husband and wife, okay, that's the prelude, however, it's not consummated until they become one. Now, how do they become one? I'm not going to explain that yet. I'm just going to keep going. I'm, I just need you to understand how the wedding goes. Now, lastly, they kiss and then they are pronounced to be together. Okay. I now pronounce you whoever these people are. Okay. They kissed. You may kiss your bride, now I pronounce you whoever you are. The Most High pronounced that these children are mine in the books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. Okay? That's when the children became the bride. The promise went out with Abraham. The promised child was 
Ejak, who they call Isaac. And who did he bring forth? Two kids. I ain't going to talk about Esau. I'm going to talk about Yaakov. Who is Israel, who the Most High took under his wing, fought him in the desert, did all he needed to do, and he became uh, the line of the children of Israel. Well, the father of the children of Israel. His blood runs into his progeny. That's why I keep saying it's not anybody. Okay. Even though they're spiritual children, it's the second flock. The spiritual children is the second flock. Okay. It's not everybody. I just say it like that because they are physical children of Israel who are currently in the land of their captivity. Their blood is from their father, who is Yaakov, the man Israel. I done said this five gazillion quadrillion times, and I know that ain't a number, but you know I'm I'm extra. So I didn't already told you in every way I possibly could that there's physical children on um on earth right now in the land of their captivity. Old Testament, New Testament now, books that ain't even in connection with the Bible is telling you that the children of Israel been scattered and the most high is getting ready to scoop them up soon. So back to this wedding. They are now pronounced bride and groom and the contract is sealed. But the consummation has not been done yet. Understand that. So, like I said, the promise was from the Most High to Abraham. That's the promise. Oh, I'm going to make you uh, a father of many nations. Not all. I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Then you're going to have a promised child. He did have a child, but that was a child of bondage. Um, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name off the top of my head because I'm focused on what I'm getting ready to say. But the child of promise was Ishak, which is they call Isaac. Okay. Not Ishmael, the child of bondage, which was a handmaid. Not him. The child of promise from Sarah, okay? After he had that child of promise with the most high promised him and notice, and I'm gonna get back to this wedding. Notice when you don't listen to the most high, all nonsense happened. Sarah, oh, when we gonna get this kid? When we gonna get this kid? Oh, I know I can't have no kid. Not believing in the most high and sent her, her bondswoman to have a baby with Abraham. And you already know the most high knew this was gonna happen before the foundation of the world. He let it, child. Back to what I was saying in regards to this wedding. The promised child is Ishak, who had Esau and um, uh, Yaakov. The Most High hated Esau and loved Yaakov. So we ain't even going to talk about Esau no more because there is some wickedness that's going to be in store for him later on. We're we going to put him on the back burner. Okay? We're going to put him in on, on the back burner. We ain't going to talk about him right now. We may not talk about him on this, um, on this lesson. So I'm going to let you know. The promised child came and the promised child had 12 sons and a daughter. We ain't gonna talk about the daughter. The promised child had 12 sons who have multiplied and did whatever, but since they didn't listen, they all over the place, literally. Okay, scattered in every way by their thoughts, their actions. They can't stand one another, all kinds of stuff. I'm gonna upload the Testament of the 12 and you'll see extensively what they do into one another. Back to what I was saying. When the contract is sealed, they are then bound together by law. What's the law? The Most High's law, statutes, precepts, and commands the children supposed to be abiding by. Did they do it? No, but I'm just letting you know, this is how it's going down. 
So like I said, when the contract is sealed, they are then bound together by the law. They are now in wedlock according to the law. And once they are quote unquote married, let no man separate. You heard me? So the children of Israel don't listen to the law, statutes, precepts of them and commands of the most high, but they themselves are trying to break the law. Okay, we already know that the law is not perfect. The law was not made for perfect human beings because if you was per perfect, you wouldn't need no law. Understand that. So the law is here to gauge your behavior. That's what it is because the laws are ethical and moral. That's what they are. The laws, the statutes, the precepts, the commands. I already told you what a statute is. I already told you what a precept was. I already told you what the laws are and I already told you what the commandments are. I already said this in my lesson, laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. If you want to go more into that, please go to it. You may have to refer to it after I give you this, just to refresh your mind as to what I'm talking about in regards to the laws. Anyway, so like I said, you're in wedlock according to the law. And once they are married, no man can separate it. What did the children of Israel do? try to break the law. So they was trying to separate it. So what did the Most High do to them? We in it now. The Most High is not going to play with the children of Israel. What did he say he was going to do? Weed out the rebels. How is he doing it? In many ways. He's getting the heathens to reprimand you. He's getting the heathens to humiliate you. He's getting the devil to do stuff. He's doing all kinds of stuff and he's reprimanding you using those tools. That's how he's doing it. But back to what I was saying, let no man separate it. And only death, this is with a regular uh, wedding, only death is supposed to annul the marriage, separate the marriage. Now, I'm going to go to the New Testament when Yahshua is talking about marriage, when somebody asked them about marriage. Now, there was a few questions about marriage that popped up, but I'm going to say this, this particular one. Somebody asked Yahshua, why is it that Abraham... Was it Abraham? Moses. Why is it that Moses or Abraham? I can't remember which one. Uh, it must be Moses because that's when. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's Moses. Okay. So they asked him, why did Moses say that you could get a certificate of divorce? And Yahshua said, because y'all are unruly. He didn't say it the way I'm saying it now, but he said it in a way, in a biblical way that he said it. But I'm saying it uh, in the short way. You guys are so unruly and you're so headstrong that I allowed that to happen. I allowed him to tell you to get a a, a um a divorce because you're not gonna listen, she's not gonna listen, and y'all gonna be abusive to each other and whatever else. That's why I said it. It's better to walk away than to be abusive or kill one another, which is another law that you shouldn't do. That's basically why uh what Yahshua said. Another thing is too. Yahshua doesn't break his contract. Okay, you're not going to break the contract. That's against the law. You're supposed to keep your word and don't break contracts. Okay, don't break vows. So even when you even when you go in and you um and you uh going to get married, the things that set that's uh being said by the person who has the authority to marry you is a verbal contract. And a part of the law is to honor a verbal contract. You see what I'm saying in regards to this? All this is laws. So the most high is saying, I'm going to be dedicated to these people. And everything I say is a precept, a statute, which is a law. 
I'm going to be dedicated to you and you need to be dedicated to me. And that's how the contract is supposed to be. How do you, um, how do you seal the contract by the kiss? So I'm coming to you. We're going to kiss and we're going to be in wedded bliss. We're going to be in wed lock, lock you down by the laws. <laughs> and in those laws, you ain't supposed to be going and breaking laws. But the most high knew that you was going to break laws. He did this. He already knew. He knew. He knew that the children of Israel was going to break the laws. But he's gauging to see who's going to listen. That's why. The laws are not made for perfect beings. They're made for sinners. That's what the uh, Yeshua said. And the most high. they made for sinners. They're not made for perfect beings. Because if you was perfect and you was walking in the spirit, you wouldn't need the laws. Okay? Now. Only death can break the contract. Only death. So there's a parable or uh, somebody saying something, and I can't remember off the top of my head because I'm focused on this lesson. Somebody says something about, can you go, and this is in the Shepherd of Hermas too. She, uh, Hermas is asking, can you go to somebody, can you, um, wait, I'm trying to, uh, let me see if I could put it together. Hermas is asking the angel who was the shepherd, if somebody's married and they transgressed the marriage, okay, they went the law, they went against the law of the marriage to stay together and only be um, with one another. If somebody went and they started cheating on their husband, can they come back to the husband? The shepherd said, if the person never didn't know that they was cheating, and then they found out, and then they worked it out, the husband and wife, yes, you're supposed to go back to the husband. Why am I saying this? Because the children of Israel cheated on the most high. They got married to the most high. They said they're going to listen to the laws and everything. And then they start che cheating, being idolatrous and following other nations. This is what the whole book is about. But is this about what the whole world did? No, it's about who the most high chose and what they did to him. That's what that is with the children of Israel. Now, what does that have to do with the whole world? In the beginning, Adam sinned and a seed of wickedness was planted in him when he gave his power away. I'm going to read that. But I'm telling you how all of this comes together and how it's all going to go to a head at the consummation of time. Because the Most High is getting rid of all this. I already told you in many lessons that Yahshua came and undid everything that Adam did. And a part of that, because we all are part of Adam, a part of that, the reason why the Most High chose people and set them aside is because Adam sinned. And the whole world started sinning. So the Most High said, you know what? I'm just going to pick a particular person. He's going to be my friend. And from his progeny, they're going to be mine. Who was that? Abraham. Abraham was his friend. He chose him from the beginning. And your progeny is going to be mine because you, my friend, I love you. That's what he said. So he actually started it with Abraham. And as things start trickling down, Abraham, Isaac, um, Jake, uh, Jacob. Okay. And I'm just saying the regular names, uh, English names, because that's not really their names. Anyway. So he said, I'm going to choose this line and I'm going to set them aside. And then I'm going to have a contract with them forever. What he said? Forever. And everybody who doesn't listen going to get wiped out. I will be getting rid of the rebels. That's what he said. So 
what did I read so far? I read that the children of Israel had a, a contract with the most high. They was married to the most high and they in this wedded bliss, wedlock. Nobody's leaving in your marriage. Nobody's supposed to be leaving. If somebody's going a whoring, which we talked about, if you're going to be a hoe, man or woman, you're going to get what you get from the most high because you are judged by the law. Everybody, people in um, that supposed to follow laws and people who don't, human beings. Okay? Just saying, because the laws are ethical and moral and a lot of heathens have taken the laws of the scriptures that's not theirs. And they applied it to earthly laws. Are they perfect? Hell no. People doing whatever they want to. Which is against the law. Back to the children of Israel and the most high. So when you marry, no man can separate it. The most high is the groomsman. He's not going nowhere. His word says that he has a contract with the children of Israel who's his bride. And he's not leaving the marriage. And the children of Israel then went and they've been hoes. So what is the what is the most high to do with these children as hoes? Oh, he's wiping them out. It's only going to be a remnant. That's why he said it. In this marriage, nobody's supposed to leave. But since they leaving and they following devils and doctrines of devils and worshiping idols and all those things that I put in the contract, oh, I'm going to wipe out the rebels. And I'm going to choose a remnant for myself. And they're going to wake up when I want them to wake up. And they're going to ring the bell, baby. And it's going to be wrong until the end of everything. This is why we're here. And this is why I'm explaining what I'm explaining to you. It all has something to do with one thing. And that's the consummation of time. In the beginning with sin, 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 sin. I'm going to choose somebody. I'm going to set them to the side. I chose Abraham, his son, Isaac. Um, uh, oh, gosh, Jacob. <laughs> Excuse me, and 12. I'm going to rock with them. This is where the contract is. And if they ain't listening, I'm going to treat them like the dogs that they want to act like. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm going I'm to use every tool in my arsenal to reprimand them. And he's doing that right now. Just saying. So like I said, I'm still explaining the wedding. Let no man separate the wedding that it goes according to the most high. Like I said, it's matrimony and wedlock. The most high locked the children down in the books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. Okay? He's sealing it in the contract, and you're supposed to be my bride, and you ain't supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z, because you already know what the laws are. Back to what I was saying. Only death can separate it, meaning death can break the contract if the most high put it together. I need you to understand what this is. I need you to understand what I'm saying. Only death can break a contract. You know why? Because the world's coming to an end and that's where the death is. That's when the contract ends. What's the contract? The Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. Okay. So the laws are not going to end until the contract ends. Okay, that's in the nutshell. But let me keep going. So, no man can break the contract. Only death can break the contract. Meaning death can break the contract if the Most High put it together. Whatever the Most High put together, let no man separate. No man can separate. 
but within the law, it can separate. And the Most High's word is the law. So in the contract, if somebody dies, she or he can go to somebody else and start a new contract. So what's the new contract? When the old contract dies. So I ain't even going to go there, but I'm going to say this. The people that's living on earth, the new con the old contract was established on earth. When the earth is dead and is renewed, that's when the new contract comes. That's the whole story, period. So let me move on. Now, books of this, uh, examples of this, what I explained to you are in books like Solomon, okay? They in the Bible, they talk about a con um, consummation in terms of a marriage. And it's in the book of Solomon. He talks about it. It's in many other books too, but I don't want to keep going back and forth because I'll stay here and we will be here for hours. Anyway, so if there's no death, the contract stands until there's a death. Lastly, the final consummation of a what of a wedding comes the honeymoon. Okay? Because they didn't consummate. They just prelude. Prelude is the kiss, which is before the consummation. A prelude is okay. You are um you are married, and here's the kiss. We're gonna seal it with a kiss, but we're gonna consummate later to make it real. So we got the document, which is a law binding agreement. We got the kiss that we're gonna seal it. Amen. Let it be so. And then we're gonna consummate it, come together as one, because that's what consummation is. And the most high does come together as one with the children of Israel. But guess what? The children went whoring. Why do you think the most high is slamming them, doing all kinds of stuff, letting the devils tear them up? What did I just read in the Shepherd of Hermas? You got to be, um, you got to be um dead. Some people are gonna die, they're gonna be exiled, they're gonna be tortured, they're gonna be lashings, wild animals gonna get them for the sake of the most high. Why? Because somebody violated the contract. Now, let me keep going. Yeah. So, like I said, the final coming together, which is the consummation, and this is within a marriage, because I'm going to explain it to you in, in, in higher terms, but this is, I'm giving you examples and everything. Everything I got, I'm going to give it to you, just so you can understand the consummation of time in terms of a marriage. So, in coming together, finally, and being one, you have to consummate. So, now I'm getting ready to give you the definition of consummate in regards, uh, well, in terms of the Oxford Dictionary, because this is the this is the uh, layman's and the fleshly definition. You will understand the spiritual definition as I keep going and I will explain. So the definition of consummation, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it is a noun and it says, the action of making a marriage or relationship complete by sexual intercourse. Okay? Okay? And it says, this is the um, example, the eager consummation that follows a long and passionate seduction. And then it says, the point at which something is complete or finalized. Now, the first one is carnal. The second one is more spiritual because the consummation of time is a completion of something that will be finalized, meaning the end of the world. When will the end come? When will time be concluded? When is the consummation of time? Many or many or many 
of prophet and apostle have asked the most high and Yeshua who came down in the flesh. Okay. So this is why this is important. Everything is relevant. Again, I'm going to say in the beginning, sin came into the world by Adam. A, plant, a seed was planted within Adam when he gave his power away and Adam was corrupted and all the seed that was ever inside of him became corrupted. So the Most High had to choose somebody and set him aside, Abraham. Abraham was his friend because Abraham was faithful. Not only was Abraham faithful, but he was ordained. If you go to the book of uh, the uh uh, what is it? The book of Jasa, you will see the full understanding of how Abraham came to be who he was. This is not in the Bible. It's in the book of Jasa and the book of Jasa was um, discussed twice within the Bible. So, you know, the book of Jasa is authentic because the Bible talks about it. So, Abraham was chosen to be the friend of the Most High. There's nobody who has ever been anywhere, in, born at any time, that the Most High said it was the friend. Not Enoch, who's the scribe of righteousness. Not Noah, who the Most High said he loved. Nobody, nobody, the Most High said was the friend, except for Abraham, okay? And first of all, his name was Abram. And I'm just saying the regular name because it wasn't the real true name. But then the Most High changed his name. That's how important it is. And the Most High said, he's my friend. So I'm going to bless you and your whole generation. That's what he said. Okay? And that's what he did. Even the child of bondage, he blessed. Why do you think all those people over there in the quote unquote Middle East is kings and sheiks? Stop playing. Anyway, they of royalty. The Most High did not forget them, okay? But he's spanking the hell out of his children. You're not going to play with me or the Most High. Back to what I was saying. So, more definition is, an example is, the consummation of a sale, which is the finalization of a sale. That's what consummation means. Now I'm going to give you the um, synonyms. Completion, accomplishment, achievement, attainment. Okay? Now I'm going to read a definition from Bing, which is an AI on, uh, online. Consummation according to Bing, the AI search engine. The word consummation has several meanings. Hold on. Sorry about that. Um. I'm going to say it again. The consummation according to Bing, the AI search engine, the word consummation has several meanings. It can refer to the act of bringing something to completion or fruition. It can also mean, excuse me, the ultimate end or finish of something because that's what it means spiritually. In many traditions, they call it traditions, but we call it spirituality. And statutes of civil or religious, they call it religious, but we know we don't have no religion. Laws, spiritual laws, the consummation of a marriage is the first act of sexual intercourse between two people following their marriage to each other. Okay? Now, 
I already told you, and coming together, that's what the consummation is. The end of the ritual of the marriage. Now, I already told you, when they doing that, the ritual of the marriage ends when there's consummation. And how does consummation come about? Coming together of two people. And a lot of times it results in a child. Okay, but we ain't gonna put the cart before the horse. But we know that the children of Israel are married to the most high. And what happens when you go astray and you start cheating on your husband? There could be a crime of passion. He could shoot you or kill you. He could kill the person who's doing it. In this case, spiritually, the most high is thrashing his bride. He is tearing her up. That's what he's doing. Okay. So I need you to understand what consummation of time means. Now, in discussing the meaning of the consummation in terms of a marriage, if anyone within a marriage goes astray, the bride or the groom, which I already said, when someone has reneged on the contract and the contract was breached, someone will get reprimanded by the law. This is what happens in a marriage, in a physical marriage and in, in the marriage between the Most High and the children of Israel. Yes. An example of that is the wife or her husband has gone whoring. And there's uh, a lot of scriptures that discuss that and describe it. And I will give you some examples in Ezekiel 16, Deuteronomy 22, um, uh, John 3, uh, Revelation 21, etc. And we know that, and there's many other ones, but those are the ones that poke out at me because they're strong in example. We know that the Most High has never reneged on his promises. That's a law. I never changed my mind. I'm long suffering. Okay? You better be glad the Most High never changed his mind. We wouldn't be here. So he said he never changed. He is not a man that he should lie. Okay? He's not of man that he gonna change his mind. Okay? So he never changed his mind. He stood deep in the marriage, okay? He held up the marriage by himself because the children weren't whoring, okay? So the Most High never reneged on his promises, nor has he ever lied. Deuteronomy 23 and 19, John 2 and 5, Matthew 5, 33 through 37, Numbers 30 and 2, Deuteronomy 23, um, 21 through 23, etc. Okay, so somebody's whoring. And it ain't the most high. And you already, you're going to get to know that once we keep moving on with this Old Testament. You already know the children of Israel never listened from the beginning. This is why they're in the situation. They're in. If you believe that the people that live over there in Israel, the children of Israel, and they all together and everybody's of one, then you're sadly mistaken. Because the children of Israel are divided in every way possible. And the most high said he's going to be the one that bring them back together. They currently living in the land of their um, captivity all over the world. That's Yahuda and a couple of other um, lines. And they divided in the land that they reside in now. Nobody that's of the children of Israel is living in Israel. Just saying. Scriptures say this. I'm not making this up. So if the Most High did not break his oath of marriage... This only points to the children of Israel, as well as Adam, in fact. The groom stayed faithful to the bride, but the bride never stayed faithful since the beginning. This is why we're in the position we're in. 
And this is why the consummation of time is what it is. So she must be punished and humiliated according to the law. And in this particular case, the time of her humiliation is called Jacob's trouble because she was consistently warned, Deuteronomy 28 and the sinful sisters of Ezekiel 23, okay? Now the world must be punished because of sin. This is the reason why the consummation of time is what it is. The world must be punished because of sin, okay? And a part of that is when Yeshua came down and condemned the world, he's the one who testified against it. Yeshua has several reasons for coming down here not just one oh no i'm just gonna come down here and i'm gonna hold hands with the humans and we i'm gonna rescue everybody i don't know where you getting that from because that's not in the scriptures just saying but that's what the churches is teaching you so we're gonna get down to the nitty-gritty now the world must be punished like i said because of sin yashua says this several times to the apostles that is grown. The sin has grown. Je uh, Genesis 3, 14 through 16, which I'm going to read. 2 Ezra 4 through 30. I will be reading Ezra. Okay, 2 Ezra 4 Ezra. The original sin was done from the beginning and Yah had to fix all that was messed up as a result of Adam's fall. And he put together a plan before the foundation of the world to undo what the devil has done to the world from Adam and Eve, okay? An example of that would be in 1 John 2 and 15, all right? And I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say that, scripture, but we are gonna keep moving on, as well as what his bride has done. So there's a lot of stuff that has been done throughout the history of the world that the Most High is going to fix. And as a matter of fact, he did it before the foundation of the world. That's why he got to let it play out now. It's already done. This is why the Most High um, says in the scriptures, in, um, in Revelation, when you read something about the... Um, it's either the beast or the false prophet. He was, he is, and he will, or whatever he, they saying, it was already done. This is already done. But because we live in the space and time continuum, it has to be done on our time. But in spiritual time, it's already done. The most high already did all this. This is why he ain't talking about this world no more. That's why I keep, y'all need to start, let he who has an ear, most high ain't talk about this no more. He already left all, everything you need to do in this life. Everything you need to do in this life, you better do. That's why um, the most high who is Yeshua in the flesh came down and said, build your treasure in heaven. Because when you do all the stuff I told you to do and you got to die and we go to the next life, you already, you said, you done, you good. Okay. Don't be down here and be a knucklehead with the rest of these heathens because the dead is walking down here on earth. Let the dead bury the dead because they dead. Okay? The Most High is not the father of the dead. He said that. He said, I'm not the father of the dead. I'm the father of Abraham, Isaac, and the children of Israel. They are alive because that's the Most High's bride. Okay? That's why he's whipping them into shape. Because when all hell breaks loose, and it will, because we moving on towards it. The children of Israel ain't going to have to worry no more because they already in Jacob's trouble. They already being humiliated. They already being scourged. They already being sacrificed. They already doing that and all the heathens is living high on the hog. Okay? They rich. They um, buying up land. They doing whatever they want to do. 
They walking down the street shooting people and nothing's happening to them. They already the walking dead. This is their Shangri-La on earth right now. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. We are not playing. The Most High is not playing. Okay? You better move forward to the next world with him. Because he didn't already gave you a hint in half. He already said, choose ye this day. He didn't already said it all weed through that Bible. Just like he keep telling the um, the um, ancestors, like he said to um, Solomon, I'm going to come back to you again. I'm going to say the law. And you just make sure you got it. Because when you transgress, I am going to be there to step on your neck. I will. Because if I'm taking you to the next life, I am going to reprimand you. And if the most high don't reprimand you, you are a bastard straight up and down. And there's a lot of people that's walking on earth right now that the most high never touched. What about that one who was, um, who, um, set up that, um, oh damn, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but you know what I'm talking about. That little 14 year old that died and she just died knowing damn well she lied on that child. And, um, Nothing happened to her. You think, uh, do you think that she's sleeping peacefully now? Do you really think that? If you believe that, I'm going to need you to go to the apocalypse of Peter and the apocalypse of Paul and find out what's happening to her right now. Anyway, back to what I was saying. His bride, uh, let me read it again. Huh. So the most high put a plan together before the foundation of the world to undo what the devil done by stealing Adam's power. Cause well, he, he finagled Eve. Okay. He finagled Adam by finagling Eve. Cause Adam and Eve is one. Remember that. So whatever happens to Eve happens to Adam. So she, he finagled, he couldn't get to Adam. Adam is the one true fleshly child of the most high. And I said this in many other uh, lectures, the earth is his mother because he took the dust. Most high took the dust of the ground, the dark, rich, black, dark, red, burnt penny, um, dirt of the ground and breathed the breath of life into a living soul. So the earth was Adam's mother and the most high is Adam's father. Okay. When Ad was, um, when uh, the scriptures say, when Eve was cut from Adam, sin came into the world. And how did that happen? Because the devil bamboozled Eve. So Eve went and bamboozled Adam. There you go. He couldn't get to Adam. He got to Eve. And Adam and Eve was one. Know that. Okay? Not only was they one, they was married spiritually and carnally. Understand that. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. So when the devil took Adam's power away, from finagling Eve, the most high had to undo all the stuff that's done. And I'm going to prove that to you when I read these scriptures. Therefore, the most high had to choose somebody because the earth was wicked because Adam's seed was wicked. You already know after um, Cain and Abel, Cain killed Abel. So was the seed not wicked? Yes, it was. Okay, this is in a, um, this is in many books. The uh, the book of Adam and Eve, the Cave of Treasures, uh, 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 the book of uh, Jassia, the book of um, Jubilees, the Bible. It's in everywhere, everywhere. Okay, it got it's explaining more in the book of Jassia and the book of Jubilees than the regular Bible. 
This is why you have more questions than answers in the Bible. Let's move on, child. Therefore, um, the Most High made two worlds. We already understand that. It says that in the Bible. It says that in Ezra. It says that in Barak. It says that everywhere. There's two worlds. And I'm going to read it. So this world is the messed up world. You already know that too. When the Most High said he loved Yaakov, who they call Jacob, and hated Esau. Esau is the end of the world. This world. The new world starts with Yaakov, the children of Israel. Yaakov represents the children of Israel. The end in the beginning is the same thing. Why and how? Because when Rebecca had, is it Rebecca? Wait a minute. I believe it is. When Rebecca had um, Esau and um, Jacob, Jacob held on to Esau's um, ankle. So is that not the end in the beginning together? The end is Esau. Who held on to the ankle? The beginning did. Uh-huh. Go to the book of Ezra. Yeah, that's what it's telling you, honey. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. So in terms of the marriage and the consummation, the end is going to make way for the beginning. So the end of the old contract is going to start the new contract. Just that simultaneously. You're not going to mess with me. You're not going to play with the most high either. I'm not here to play with you. Okay? You're going to learn something from me. Mm -hmm. Back to what I was saying. So the most high made two worlds. This world is the jacked up world filled with sin filled with the devil ruling it because the scriptures say that the devil is the god of this world and the scriptures say that he's the prince of this air of this air heaven and earth will be done away with and a new heaven and a new earth will be uh brought together in a new world period now i didn't already explain the whole consummation of time with you with these explanations but i'm gonna keep going okay because the law has not been done away with until the world has been done away with and the new world comes. The consummation has not been um, consummated yet, okay? The prelude has, but that consummation is the end of everything, okay? Like I said, it opens up to something new, okay? To becoming one. That's what I was saying. So like I said, there's two worlds and this world is full of crap and messed up. The devil is the God of this world and it, this world will be destroyed. This is Matthew 24, 35, Revelation 21, 2 Ezra, 4 Ezra, 7, 50 through 60. Okay. Um, Hebrews 11 and 3, Isaiah 45, all the prophets, Daniel. I mean, I can keep going, but these are the ones that are strong that are uh, sitting in front of my face. So that's why I'm saying them. But uh, there's many, many, many um, prophets um, that are saying this in different ways. Now, according to the book of Ezra, two Ezra's, four Ezra, the first world, this world is Esau, okay? Who took over by the original sin and from the devil's consistent influence. Remember, Yah allows a certain things to happen because he alone is life. 
just like he let the angels have their spawn with their daughters of men, with the daughters of men, so that their sin will be complete and deserve death. Remember, the wages of sin is death. So you're going to be sinning. I'm going to pay you with death. That's what the most high said. The wages of sin is death. That's Romans 6 and 23. He also allows that with all free will beings on earth and the heavenly beings also, because some of the angels is rocking with the most high and some of them is rocking with the devil. How does that happen? Free will. Anyway, this is how the devil and other devils are slammed down. This is why they slammed down to the earth uh, since the beginning because of the iniquity that was found in them. Now, iniquity was found in the devil. What did he do? He manipulated the rest of the angels by free will. So they chose to go with him and they got thrashed down here on earth uh -huh. with the rest of the devils. We down here with a multitude of devils. Stop playing with me. So they've been down here since the beginning because iniquity, because of the iniquity of the sinners and they are doing it, honey. They dipping it and doing it in sin and flesh that's why i always say stuff about flesh and i did a lesson in regards to flesh because that's how the sin is going to come through your flesh and your actions and your thoughts now this is uh the iniquity of sinners is ezekiel 28 isaiah 14 remember since the contract cannot be broken the wedding contract between the most high and the children of israel cannot be broken until the death of either one who is bound to it. And you know, the most high is eternal. When he going to die? Never. He don't have a beginning or the end. He's the alpha and the uh, omega, which is um, Greek for beginning and end. And what are we? A blade of grass and a puff of smoke. That's what we are. So who broke the contract? So the most high sense, listen, and I need you to understand, since the generation of the children of Israel still continue to go on, the contract is still being reneged on. The Most High never was born or never died. And the generation of the children of Israel continue, there's still iniquity in the children of Israel. So what's happening to them? They being whooped by the Most High. Yes, they are. Okay. That's why I said the children of Israel still here. They have not been wiped off because there's still a contract. And the contract is between the children of Israel and the Most High. Nobody else. Nobody else. Now, y'all and the children of Israel who the whole world is contingent upon as stated within two Ezra slash four Ezra and Barak, the book of Barak, one and two, and the uh, uh, which is also known as the uh, um, apocalypse of Barak, as well as other prophets. And you know, the most high is everlasting, has no beginning or no end, you know, that ethereal, anything you want to call it. So the world will die and the contract will end. However, the most high will not lose his chosen children and let them fall into the hands of the devil 100%. Even though he's punishing them, Hebrews 12 and 8, 
And he has given the children every spiritual blessing to be able to navigate this world. I already told you he's done with this world. He already put everything down, everything the children's supposed to do. He gave it to them already. It's up to you and your free will to take it and use it. Every spiritual blessing, all the information, all the knowledge is down here for you. And the most I said it, it's up to you to take it and walk with them. If not, no excuse that you can ever think of is going to fly. Understand that, know that. You can sit there and twiddle your thumbs and keep yeehawing and going to the store and buying clothes and going to cookouts and, 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 and going to the beach and doing whatever you want to and not paying the, the most high any mind. You're going to get what you get. Period. Now. And he has given his children every spiritual ble blessing to be able to navigate this world and maintain themselves until he comes for them. Revelation 2 and 10, Galatians 5, 22 through 23, Ephesians 6, uh, 10 through 18, Proverbs 15 and 29, Proverbs 28 and 9, James 4 and 7, 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9, 1 John 3 and 8, Corinthians 10 and 13, Romans 8 and 28, 1 John 1 and 9, 1 Timothy 2 and 5, Mark 13 and 20, 1 Corinthians 5 and 5, etc. Uh -huh. Like I said, it's too much information in these scriptures for people not to know and understand about the laws concerning the children of Israel and, and the con consummation time. It's too much information. Just too much. Okay? All right. The Most High's bride will be humiliated until she is fully reprimanded. That's in the scriptures straight up. She's going to be reprimanded by the heathens and the devil. And the most high is going to use that. He's the one who does it. And he says that in the scriptures. And because a marriage to the most high will not be annulled. It ain't going to be annulled because the most high already made an oath. And he don't go back on his oath. He don't go back on his word. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not the child of man that he should change his mind. Hunty bunty. So the children going to get whipped. And they are. Okay? So there's no divorce. Only death can sever the contract, as I stated before. Therefore, before time, the Most High made arrangements for his children. Period. This current world is the world of Esau, I already said. Who, which the Most High stated he hated. Malachi 1 and 3, Romans 9 and 9 through 18. The children of Esau, which is Edom. Read it for yourself. I'll be uploading later. For wickedness abounds on earth, Matthew 12, uh, 24 and 12. Thus, the wedding countdown begins. What's the wedding countdown? I already told you the prelude is the kiss. Now, a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years a day. Now, this happened a second ago, according to the Most High. But according to the children of Israel, it could be hundreds of years. It could be a thousand years. That this time is moving. I already told you, life is like a clock. Our lives is like a clock. To the most high, it's seconds. To us, it could be a hundred years. It could be a thousand years. And it says that in the scriptures. Not only does it say in the Bible, it says it in many other scriptures too, like the shepherd of her mosque and other scriptures about time. So 
we know from understanding time, or maybe I do, I don't know how much you know in, um, about the scriptures that talk about time. We know that the Most High is going to be reprimanding the children of Israel for a certain amount of time. And then after he reprimands them, there's no more reprimands for the children because they're going to be sparkling white and ready to go. Okay? We know this from Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, which I will be uh, referencing. This is the wedding countdown, what I just said, those scriptures. Not only that, it's in the prophets and it's in the books that's not in the Bible. The Most High talks about consummation of time, and that's what it is. When the Most High is sending uh, people who's been listening, the, uh, the apostles and the prophets and um, uh, the ancestors of the children of Israel, because he didn't talk to nobody else about it. When he's talking about the consummation of time, it's the end of time. It's the end of all things. I already told you, it's the completion of things. That's what consummation of time means. So the countdown is beginning. Actually, it started at in, in the beginning where Adam was. But because more and more stuff started going down, the Most High put certain things into place. And like I said, when a certain time comes, something else happens. A certain amount of time comes, something else happens. That's how it works. That's why I referenced the clock. And just like the wedding kiss, which is the prelude, the Most High sent Yahshua to fulfill the law. What he do? He came to fulfill the law. And I'm going to expound on that in a minute. Okay. Um, soon to be the start of a new contract and the end of the old contract. Now, why did Yahshua come down here he came down here to fulfill a few things number one he came down here to condemn condemn this world number two he came to cause separation okay separation meaning those who believe and trust in him and those who don't remember he came down here he said that he was going to be the light to the gentiles so that's another thing because the Most High said, since the children of Israel didn't listen during the contract of the consummation of the marriage, he's going to go to a foolish nation and they're going to, um, they're going to be his kids. He's doing that to a certain amount of people. Who's the second flock. Okay. All of this was in time. Why do you think Yahshua said, I came to fulfill the law, not to get rid of it, fulfill and remember the law is the 613 laws, not the commandments. Uh-huh. Because within the scriptures, the Most High says laws, precepts, and commands. It's not all the same. Now, they run into each other, and it could be short because those 613 laws, they long, baby. They are long. I'm going to upload them, too. It's four hours long. And somebody's reading them. They long when Yeshua came to fulfill that law, a lot of that stuff that was in those 613 laws, you don't even have to do anymore because he fulfilled a lot of that. But some of those things like respect one another and uh, love one another, those are in the laws. Those are um, ethical and moral laws. They don't go away. So does that mean that if you don't listen to the law no more, and I'm just giving examples, if somebody say, oh, you don't have to listen to the law no more, all you got to do is believe. Okay. So there's laws that say, be respectful to one another. Does that mean that you don't have to be respectful to one another no more? Does that mean that you don't love your brother anymore? Does it mean that you don't keep your word anymore? I mean, I don't get it. 
again, the most high put the laws in place because people were sinning. So if you turn around and you say, all right, I'm not going to listen to the laws. I'm just going to believe. Does that mean that you ain't going to sin no more? As long as you breathing and a human being down here, you're going to sin. Okay. This is how complicated it is. The most high said all has fallen short of the glory of the most high. Is that in the new Testament or the old? You tell me, I know where it is, but I'm saying to you. Okay. All has fallen short. The most high said everybody's uh, sinned. This is why I'm getting rid of the earth. This is why I'm getting rid of the, rid of the people of the earth. This is why I'm reprimanding my kids. This is why there's going to be a time of sorrows. This is why there's going to be tribulation. This is why I'm getting rid of the devil, the um, the uh, devil's child and the uh, beast, the false prophet and the beast. This is why I'm getting rid of all of this. Where is it that um, you turned around and you not sinning anymore? Where? The laws are for sinners, but we still keep breaking those too. But the laws was also there to, for morale, and um, ethical, um, uh, living ethically, okay? That's what it was for. The laws, the most high statutes and precepts is everything he says, because everything he says is a statute and a precept, which is a law. I already defined it. And what's his um, commands? They're still laws, the 10 commands. They never went away. Okay, and I'll give you an example. Don't kill. People are doing it, and what's going to happen to them? They're going to be judged. So you can't just say that. I know it says that in the scriptures, but it also says this with the fruit of the spirit. If you have the fruit of the spirit and you walk in, in the spirit, then you don't need the laws. Who's walking in the spirit? Nobody. Nobody down here. Because the most I say, if you had faith of a mustard seed, because you have to have real true faith to have the spirit walking with you. Okay. Now, listening to the spirit is different because you're still grappling with whatever else. But if the spirit is walking with you, you don't need the laws because you're in the spirit. Okay. And you got the fruits of the spirit. You got all of that. Uh-huh. You got that righteousness. The most high knows that we're going to be uh, falling. That he knows this because we down here with the devils. He knows you're going to fall. He knows you're going to do all this. This is why he already chose who he chose since the foundation of the world. He knew this world was going to be nothing. So he already separated his chosen people before the foundation of the world. Because he said, when I put this physical world down, it's going to be sin. Why? Because there's things here that bamboozled flesh. This is why you can't comprehend spiritual things. You got to be in a whole different spiritual sense, not even a mindset. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Back to what I was saying. Now, there's going to be the beginning of sorrows. There's going to be tribulation of the whole world. There's going to be wars, chaos of the world. The time of the saints will be tested and tried, sacrifice, etc. This is in Revelation 13 and 7, Daniel 7 and 25, more of Daniel from Daniel, uh, what is it, 9 through 12, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, and after the actual consummation of time, after all that happened, the actual consummation of time will come. And what is the consummation of time? I already told you, the end of all things. People say it in different ways. That's what the consummation of time is. 
Okay. And when the end of all things happen, the contract becomes null and void in regards to the laws. Now, I'm going to say this. The Most High said that the heaven and earth will pass away, but my laws will not pass away. So what's going to happen in the new world? It's going to be laws. Uh-huh. His laws is never going to pass away. Yes. All right. So now I'm going to keep going. So, and after the actual consummation of time, the end of the evil of this world, because that's what it is, the Most High will take his saints to the new world. But you know, the world has um, to fully come to an end. And this means the heaven in the earth and the people on it. That's the consummation of time. Getting rid of the heavens, the earth, and the people on it. Now, I'm going to say this. In the beginning, the Most High made everything Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. How it's going to unfurl? Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, and keep going. That's how it's going to unfurl. The Most High is going to undo what was done. And it's a description in the scriptures. So I'm not making nothing up. I'm not saying nothing false. The description of what's going to happen is in the scriptures, period. What? If you don't understand it, it's not my fault. Don't lie and say, I'm saying something that's a lie when I'm not. Okay? It's in the scriptures. Just saying for those who say nonsense out they pie hole. All right. This is what the Most High promised Adam when Adam transgressed through Eve. And this is why we are having all of these issues today. I told you everything affects everything else. Everything will come to an end, even death, because the Most High, who is Yeshua in the flesh, went down, retrieved the saints. That's a part of why he came down here, retrieved the saints, brought them where they needed to go and took back the keys to death. The last thing that will be uh, dead and done away with, I would say annulled, is death. That's what the scriptures say. It's not me making it up. So. Everything that um, will come to an end, even death, which is a part of the reason why Yahshua came down here to save the sinners, to spread the good news, to condemn the world, to contribute uh, to the consummation of time. That's why he came to fulfill the laws. Fulfill, not diminish, not get rid of. Fulfill the law, not the commands. Not the statutes and the precepts. Understand what's being said. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Not what you, you're saying or understanding. What the Ruach is teaching. So, like I said, Yahshua came down here to save the sinners. To condemn the world. To cause separation. To spread the good news and be light to the Gentiles. To contribute to the consummation of time, meaning day, uh, minute one, something's happened, minute two, something's happened, minute three, something's happened. I already told you, some got we all gotta go through this until the end. Okay. And he held death, death captive and rescued the saints from hell. And he that's how he promised Adam. And I'm gonna read that. That's what he promised Adam. This is in Luke, I'm going to read it, Luke 12 and 49 through 53, 1 Timothy 1 and 15, Luke 2 and 10, Mark 
16 and 15, Luke 4 and 18, Hebrews 2 and 15, John 3 and 17, John 18, 37, Matthew 10, 5 through 6, Matthew 15, 24, etc. Understand that Yahshua is the prelude, the kiss, to the end, as the kiss is the prelude to the consummation of the marriage, he seals it. Understand it. He is the prelude to the end as a kiss is a prelude to the marriage. Understand that. I hope people understand that and they get it. Child. Get what I'm saying. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. That's why it took me so long to write it because I had to put it in a way. The most I had to deal with me to put it in a way so that you understand it. Okay, because people think I'm talking out the side of my face and I is not. Okay, know that and, and just think of the prophets. And I'm not trying to put myself in the prophets, but I know the most I said he's going to pull out his spirit and people going to be doing all kinds of miraculous things for his benefit and to let the world know he is who he is. But think about the prophets and how they didn't like what was heard. They didn't believe the prophets and they killed him. So a lot of people ain't going to like what is being said. A lot of people ain't going to like it. They're going to be admonished. They're going to be puffed up, angry. They always, um, they're they going to have something smart to say. But the train is still moving full force. Okay? Now I will define prelude according to the Oxford Dictionary. Prelude is a noun. Okay? There's two... Um, hold on. There's two um, definitions. The first one is an action or an event serving as an introduction to something that is important. So like I said, the kiss is important before the consummation of a marriage. So the Yahshua came down here to be the kiss. He's some, someone that's important that came down here before the end of time. Okay, because the next time he come down here is going to be the end. And he says this. So like I said, I'm going to say it again, prelude, which is a noun. And I'm going to say it again. Understand that Yahshua is the prelude to the end. As the kiss is the prelude to the consummation of a marriage. Prelude being a noun is an action or event serving as the introduction to something more important. Okay. And I'll give an example. Education cannot simply be a prelude to a career. The synonyms is preliminary, overture, opening, preparation, introduction. Overture, which I already said, um, introduction, opening, and voluntary. Those are the synonyms. So we see that the beginning of the end, mm -hmm, Yeshua was the beginning of the end. He was the kiss, the prelude. So we see that the beginning of the end has started and certain things pertaining to the ceremony, quote unquote, of the end has to take place before the end comes. Just like the scriptures of the prophets, Matthew 24, Luke 21 and Mark 13, etc. Because there's more than that, but I'm, I'm explaining to you through those. And I actually already did in a, um, some other lessons. You can go to the platform library and get it. In terms of Adam, like I said before, he started to sin and then it grew. 
sin, deception, and free will caused the downfall of men. This is why the Most High chose a certain man to start a certain line. What did I say? The Most High chose a certain man to start a certain line. The Most High is calculated, baby. Oh, yes. He's the ultimate brain. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yes, he's the ultimate one. They don't call him the Alpha and Omega for nothing. So he chose a certain man, Abraham, who was his friend, and he promised this man a blessing. And then a contract. And that won't end if they kept the law. Remember, we in First Kings, he keeps telling the kings, the prophets, everybody, if you in my law, statutes, precepts, and command, everything gonna go right with you. Everything gonna go right with the children of Israel and you gonna be all good forever. If not, you gonna be suffering. And we already know this from Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and that's where the laws and the uh, commands come from. Everything the Most High says is a precept in a statute. Okay, you want to know more about that? Like I said, go to my um, go to the platform library and get that lesson: laws, statutes, precepts, and commands that gave you a little bit of what I'm talking about today. See, I got to hit you with it today. I'm gonna hit you in the face with it, slap you down with it, okay? Because you got to understand what's gonna happen. So. Again, the Most High chose a certain man to start a certain line, Abraham. He promised this man a blessing and then a contract with his children that would not end if they kept the law. Say what now? And it says that. We see this with Solomon. Old Testament, New Testament now, children of Israel, because we already know you ain't uh, uh, sinless. We already know you, you falling short. The most I already said it. So he's going to reprimand you with Jacob's trouble and the heathens is going to humiliate you until a certain amount of time. Stop playing. Even though sin was already here, Yah will choose these people in the next life. Although they will be a remnant of the whole earth, aka sea of people that populated the earth, and along with the second flock, and this is in 4 Ezra 5, chapter 5 through chapter 7, it says it. And Ezra was a major prophet. Now, I'm going to say this. There's a book of Ezra 1 and probably 2. I want to say there's two chapters or I don't believe there's two books. But if it is, I'm not looking right now and I can't remember. Yes, I've read the Bible hundreds of times but i can't remember because i'm focused on this my memory is not 100 perfect i'm praying for it to be though but i can't remember how many ezra's is in the regular bible i'm saying this to say they didn't put the real part in of ezra they only pick and choose what they wanted to be in ezra i already told you the bible been tampered with by the heathens who put it together stop playing anyway Remember in the beginning, the earth was a virgin. Then Adam was made from the earth. The earth is Adam's mother. The most high is Adam's father. And when Adam gave his power away, all the things that were pure became unpure. It says that in the Bible. Okay. 
corruptible and uncorruptible. It became corrupted when Adam gave his power to the devil. So things became unpure, AKA corruptible. Okay. The heavens, the earth, the angels, wicked spirits, the moon, the sun, the stars, period. All that became corruptible. That's why the most High said he's going to shake the foundations and everything that don't, um, hold on and stay stationary is getting done away with and that's the sun the moon the stars everything because he says in certain scriptures the sun um the moon and the stars are not pure in his sight they ain't pure why because they have a free will and they ain't doing what the most high ordained them to do that's why i told you this is bigger than this just this mm-mm this Bible is bigger than this what people saying, baby. This Bible is a headbanger, okay? It's flying over people's head like it's a stealth bomber. And people ain't catching it, baby. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. All this is going to be done away with because there's transgression in the world. You're going to stop playing with me, Okay? Like I said, the heavens, the earth, the angels, the people, the wicked spirit, the sun, moon, stars, everything getting done away with. This is Job 25 and 5, 1 Peter 1 and 12, Ephesians 6, 12 through 18, Job 15 and 15, etc. And that's just in these scriptures. I ain't even talking about the ones outside the book of the Bible. Being that all this was corrupted, it needed to be fixed. That's why Yeshua came here. That's a part of why. Y'all better start listening with a heavenly spiritual ear why Yeshua said he came down here. Like I said, being that all this was corrupted, it needed to be fixed. First Corinthians 15 and 51 through 53 and Colossians 1 and 16. I didn't already say Old Testament, New Testament now. We are in a locomotive with fire going to the consummation of time, which is the end of all things. Stop playing. A lot of people ain't going to make it. Just saying. The consummation of time is the end of the first contract and the start of the beginning of the next contract. According to the book of Ezra, which is four Ezra's, excuse me, four Ezra, two Ezra's, where the end is, the beginning is. Two Ezra six. Also read the whole thing. Okay, I'm going to read the whole thing, but that's my little note to myself. <laughs> and the Most High gave the saints information regarding the end from the beginning, from their beginning, from the their beginning of being apostles. He gave them information. And I'm going to tell you this. Those people who have an ear to hear, when, the, when Yeshua says, I'm going to give you mysteries, he gave the saints who are the apostles in the New Testament the mysteries of what's going to happen. He didn't tell that to everybody. He also told the um, apostles to write separate books. Who you think got those books? Now I'm going to go to the book of Enoch because all this was done before the foundation of the world. I already told you. So Enoch wrote all this down and said the heathens is going to take the books. The heathens going to be bamboozing into the children of Israel. And when they start telling the truth in the end times, you're going to rejoice. What's happening right now? We in the end times and damn it, truth is being revealed. I told you. I told you. And, and neither is the most high. You're going to know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. It's going to take you away from the bondage of this world. 
It's going to take you away from the bondage of the lies of the devil. What did Yeshua say about the devil? He was a liar since the beginning with Eve. He didn't lie before Eve. He's a liar. Shao and his children, he got children. We're not going to keep, I'm not going to keep going through that. Let me keep going. Like I said, the Most High gave the same to one apostles information regarding uh, the end from the beginning. And some of it is written down. So like I said, Isaiah 46 and 10 and the other books like the Testament of the 12 patriarchs, the apocalypse of Abraham, the apocalypse of Elijah and many others. So the Most High's children will be and have been fully informed ever since the beginning. And we have. But like I said, there was a time that the heathen stole the books. And why did all this stuff happen? Because the children didn't listen. I told you everything is contingent on the children listening to the laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. That's how important it is. Now, why is the Most High reprimanding children? Because they didn't listen to his laws. They didn't listen. That's what it's about. Adam messed up in the beginning. The Most High separated a, a certain human being and his progeny, which is his um, long um, history of his children, aside for himself. That's what the marriage is about. Everybody else stayed heathens. That's why in the New Testament, the Most High, when he took them um, out of Mizraim and went into the desert, he told them what they need to do. Get rid of these heathens. Because they listen and they worship devils. Not only did they start worshiping devils, but a sin, a p a uh, a pebble of wickedness was put into Adam when he gave his power away. So the Most High had to separate a certain individual and his progeny to keep for himself. The whole world's wicked. How many times I got to say that? How many times you got to know that? How many times you got to hear that? All this other nonsense that they tell you in these churches, you better throw that away and put it in the garbage because your job is to walk in the statutes of the Most High. Your job is to have a life's walk with the Most High because you want to build your treasures in heaven so you can get to the no, uh, next life. This is what it's about. It ain't about nothing else. Like I said, they was fully informed. Apostles, uh, uh, prophets, uh, Abraham, uh, uh, damn it, uh, Adam, and everybody else. Okay? So the children of Israel never listen. The thing that they're supposed to do is follow the law and all will be well. And this is Deuteronomy 28 that backs it up. Curses and blessings. Damn it, follow my laws. If you don't, you're going to be cursed. If you do, you're going to be blessed. Now, you know we didn't because the Most High said he's going to make you like the sand of the sea and you're going to outpopulate everybody. Now, let me just take that and, and say this. When they was first captive 400 plus years in Mizraim that they call Egypt, what did the children of Israel keep doing? Populating. Even when nobody else wasn't popular. As more, more and more that they got killed because they kept killing the sons. They ain't hardly do nothing to the daughters, but they was reprimanding the daughters too. Separating the husbands from the wives and all that. Same stuff they doing now. You know who the children of Israel are. Everywhere they go, people want to eliminate them in every way. It's called eugenics today. Stop playing. It happened in Mizraim. It happened in all the rest of those four kingdoms. In Daniel, stop playing. 
You know who the children of Israel is. Nobody can't say they the children of Israel. Only the true children could say they are. Now, there's a lot of children of Israel that don't even know who they are. They bamboozle, honey. They following by the, behind the heathen. And the heathens telling them they ain't the children of Israel, which is a lie and a deception. Because if they living in a lie and a deception, guess what they're going to do? They're going to sin until they paid with death. You're not going to play with me. Okay? I'm not here to play with you. Okay? I'm here to teach you. Even though I ain't want to be no teacher. I'm here to lecture you. I'm here to give you the truth. I'm not going to play with you. Now, since the children of Israel did not listen to the blessings and the curses of Deuteronomy 28, they're getting spanked. The laws are important to live by because they're ethical and moral, as well as practical. And they did not make anyone perfect, but they are guidelines to live by. And they are still in effect until the end of the consummation of time, period. I didn't already explain to you what happened. I didn't already said what I said. Now you understand that you still have to listen to those laws. Joshua said he came to fulfill the laws. A lot of the laws you don't have to listen to no more, but many of those laws are ethical laws, like respect your brethren. Keep your word. These are the laws. So does it mean that you don't have to keep your word? Does it mean that you can go out and kill people and that's the, um, the commandments? Because the most um the most high who is Yeshua said he came to fulfill the laws. He didn't say he came to fulfill the commandments. Some of the laws are commandments. See, this is why you gotta be careful. You have to be. It's no such thing. Oh, I'm not gonna listen to the laws no more. I'm just gonna have faith. Nobody got faith of a mustard seed to move, no mountain, nowhere. You ain't got that much faith to dry up fig trees. Um, Yeshua said we could do all of that. He said, you're going to be able to do more than what I'm doing. Do you see anybody doing that? Anybody? Anybody? No. All has fallen short of the, um, of the uh, glory of the most high. Everybody. It's not okay. Well, Sam didn't do it. Sam is uh, perfect. So everybody else fell short except for Sam. No. Everybody. That's what you need to understand. The consummation of time came into being because of the sin of Adam. But while we still going through the course of life and generations, more sin came into the world simply because a seed of wickedness was put in Adam's loins and every seed that came out after him came out wicked. That's why the Most High told um, Abraham's seed, who he took to the side and took for himself, Everybody else is um, wicked. I didn't teach nobody else nothing but y'all because y'all are my lot, meaning you're my bride. You're me. I'm you. Just like Yeshua said in the New Testament. You of me, I'm in you, and we both are the most high. Who is he talking to there? The children of Israel. You already know he ain't talking to nobody else. He said he was the light of the Gentiles. Okay, when you got a light, what are you doing? It, are you in the light? No. You're holding the light. You're being led by the light. You're not inside of a light. Only the children of Israel is. Because the Most High, who is Yeshua, told the children of Israel, you the light. You the salt of the earth. You. You're not going to play with me. I'm not going to play. I'm going to keep going. Like I said. Okay. These laws is um, guidelines to live by, and they still in, fact, in effect until the end of the consummation of time, hunty. Okay. 
Yahshua came to fulfill the laws. The commands you still must, um, he didn't say nothing about the commands. That's number one. Number two, a lot of the laws have been fulfilled by Yahshua because he's the lamb. You know, all that sacrificing that they was doing and all of that and all the things that you're supposed to do and the time you're supposed to do it, that was fulfilled by the ultimate lamb who was slain before the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world. Understand that. I mean, you need to get into these scriptures with the most high leading you, holding you down, teaching you what you need to do. And people need to start meditating and sleeping and being in that realm. Anyway, they're the guidelines to live by and they are still in effect until the end of the consummation of time, which means the end of all things. This is listed in the Old and New Testaments. If you search the scriptures, this is why Yahshua said he came to fulfill and not nullify. Now, I have a caveat regarding the laws. There are some laws, which I just said already, that are nulled by Yahshua's coming. I already told you, like the sacrifices. But others are still to be observed, like respect one another. I mean, you got to listen to the laws. People just can't say, oh, don't listen to it. Child. Anyway, and I will upload these laws. I already told you it's four hours long, this thing. I ain't reading it. Somebody else is doing it. Praise y'all. Rest of the be days. <laughs> Therefore, oh, excuse me. There's a much bigger, bigger plan for humanity than just the laws from the beginning and having faith in the end. Yah's plan is much more complex than just faith. Okay. Which must accompany works. And this was explained in the beginning. Remember, it started with Adam because if it wasn't for Adam sinning, he would not be in a situation in the beginning. All right. And this is in the book of Adam and Eve. Um, the first book of Adam and Eve, I believe it's five books. Can't remember off the top of my head, but I, I'll upload them. I believe it's five, maybe six. I don't remember. Sorry, just don't. I'm focused. Tunnel vision. Anyway, um, first book of Adam and Eve, um, chapters three, and the explanation in two Ezra slash four Ezra, five and six. The laws are guidelines of ethical and moral statutes, just like the first one the Most High gave Adam, that one law that um, the Most High gave Adam. It's an ethical and moral law. Okay, he didn't have to ask the most high, why did you say I can't? He just didn't listen. And so that started everything. That started an avalanche of sin and it must be done away with, period. Okay, the laws gauge your ability and measure your ability to be able to listen and adhere as well as test your endurance and ability to follow commands of the most high. They are not made for people who are perfect. And it says this in the scriptures, Hebrews 7 and 19, for the Lord made nothing perfect, but the bringing of a better hope did. Who's the hope? Yeshua. By which we draw unto the most high. Romans 7, 7 through 25, James 1 through 25, Psalms 19, 7 through 14, etc. Okay, 
There are set times that all these events will happen, but no one knows when, according to Yahshua in Matthew 5 and 18. ESV, I'm going to read it. For truly, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away and everything that's on heaven and earth, not one iota, not one dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Who said that? It's written in Matthew. That's what Yahshua said, hunty bunty. Now, it's also um, said in Matthew 24, 36, which says, and I'm reading from the King James, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. What the fuck should I say? Nobody don't know when this stuff gonna happen. Nobody don't know when the consummation is. We just giving you um information that is going to happen. We ain't telling you when. That's what he said. Well. Um, we are running out of time for this lesson, so. Like I said, I don't, I didn't know how long this lesson will go. I think it's like two hours. I think I've been talking for like two hours. So I'm going to continue. I have to break this lesson up. So it's a part one. This is part one. I'm going to have to break it up because it's two hours. I don't, I don't want to talk for five and six hours because I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> so. You have an idea of what the consummation of time is. Now I'm going to prove it by the scriptures. So this is lesson number one. And I will see you in lesson number two. Until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. To hear the word of truth for the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.